welcome to this week's episode of Mum Talk. We are in December, Christmas is around the corner, and baby's stopped sleeping so well. You might be able to hear her, she is just in her bouncy chair looking a little bit grouchy, so I might have to stop and um, feed whilst I'm recording this. Um, Actually, that is what I'm going to do, so bear with me. Okay, I have baby on the boob, and now I can actually talk without being distracted by little Amandine. So this week I've got loads to catch up with you on. You guys have sent in lots of questions. Um, I know I skipped last week's podcast. I'm really sorry but the morning that I went to record the podcast didn't sleep so well the night before because I woke up at 3am to water coming through the ceiling of my bedroom uh, dripping onto the carpet and thank goodness I did wake up. We have had pretty horrific rain haven't we? Pretty horrific weather and We have a couple of holes in our roof and it appeared that it came all the way through. So it wasn't the best night because Amandine had woken up at two. So I'd literally just gone back to sleep after feeding her. Then she woke up again at 4.30. And whilst all of the kind of me waking up Hendrik, not my finest moment, I literally (laughs) knocked on his door and woke him up with basically a torch shining in his face um, and said, there's water coming through the roof. And he just looked at me and he was like, you woke me up for a leak? For a leak? But in my mind, at 3am in the morning, the whole ceiling of my bedroom was coming down. The water had been pooling, or this is what I was imagining, the water had been pooling in the ceiling and it was just waiting to drop, all drop through um, onto me and baby. So I wasn't risking it anyway. So I chose to wake Hendrik up and bless Hendrik, he went upstairs at three o'clock in the morning with my um, Bambino Mio nappy bucket, which actually is still up there, and found the leak and put the bucket underneath. It still dripped for a little bit because I think it had just um, gone a little bit soggy through the insulation up there. Anyway, so that's why you didn't get a podcast last week, because after that, I can't say I was feeling in tip-top position to record the podcast, and you know how I don't find it easy to get my words out in the right order anyway. It would have been a right mess. So I thought, let's just skip a week. Um, there's tons of stuff for you to listen to. And I had also written a blog post, which you have, if you haven't yet looked at and you are expecting um, a little one, then do go and have a little look. I have basically compiled um, things that we were gifted and things that I purchased myself and... Uh, all of the best kind of, well, all of the stuff that we use, not even the best bits, um, because some of the best bits we don't actually use all of the time. So it is genuinely the bits we use all the time, which cover, I think I've covered off um, changing, I've covered off breeze. (laughs) Oh, poppet. She likes to do that. I don't know if anyone else's baby likes to drink their milk too fast and choke themselves. Um... But she has the cutest little cough, which I'm sure you'll agree with. Anyway, back to it. So I cover off changing, I cover off bath time, sleeping, nap time, uh, clothes, uh, travel. Yeah, I think that's everything I've covered off. And I'm sure there's something else in there as well that I haven't quite feeding, um, which I haven't really delved into yet. And in fact, that was something that someone has asked me. So I might as well cover that topic whilst I am on topic. So I am still breastfeeding. Every single feed is breastfeeding. I tried, my expressor hasn't arrived yet. So 
Um, I've been using the Nature Bond, I think it's called. Nurture Bond, Nature Bond. I purchased that off Amazon. I think it's about £13. And it basically just sucks onto your boob and collects um, the the kind of, I don't know, nice way to say this, but the leakage from one boob when you're feeding off the other. I like it, but <laughs> it's happened to me two or three times now where I've been collecting um, and it's not a pump, so it doesn't kind of suck loads out of your boob. It literally seems to just be the excess. Um, I think I got about half an ounce once. Um, but Amandine will catch it with her leg and all the way I breastfeed Amandine. So she catches it with her leg and the whole thing comes off my boob and spills everywhere. And that's happened twice now. And it's spilled all over the sofa, which was really annoying. Um, so it's not really a go-to thing for me. It's a bit of a faff, I have to admit. And I would much rather just put her on my boob and then just put her on my boob again. But I'm really wary that she is 12 weeks. She's actually, well, okay, so she is 12 weeks last week and she's three months, three calendar months yesterday. So I don't know if you're meant to say 12 weeks or three months or what. I mean, it's I guess it's the same. It's only a week apart. Um, and I'm nervous that they say, or we were told in our breastfeeding NCT course, that the best time to get them on the bottle is between kind of six to 12 weeks. So I'm freaking out because I'd like her to be able to take a bottle. Hendrik would like to be able to feed her. And it would be nice maybe once in the future to be able to leave her with my mum maybe and my mum give her a bottle if I am out or if I'm doing something and she's desperate for milk. So I attempted one of my expresses, um, well it wasn't an express but you know what I mean, one of my collections uh, to give to Amandine with her bottles. Now I've bought the Mini B teats and glass bottles. I basically succumbed to all of their advertising. There's a lot of advertising, I'm sure you have all seen it. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll give it a go. One of my friends has them and she said it works really well for her. So she wasn't loving it, but I think it's because I put the milk in the fridge when really I should have just left it at room temperature. It's fine at room temperature, I think for a day, maybe like five, six hours. Um, I should have just left it to room temperature because I think it was cold and I think that's why she didn't like it. And she wasn't latching onto the bottle. I also did it at a really bad time. I read somewhere online that you should give them their first bottle um, when they're, they've had their bath and it's their last feed. So <laughs> I tried this and she, you, you give them a little bit of breast milk first on the breast, then you give them the bottle. This is what I read. So I did that, but she fell asleep on my boob, which she always does. So I then took her off my boob, burped her, waited for her to wake up, and then tried to give her the bottle, which was full of cold milk. Bad idea. Really bad idea. So that did not go down so well, and I'm yet to try it again, because it is just such a faff when I could just put her on my boob, and there's no reason right now for me not to put her on the boob. If anyone has any advice on this, I would highly love to hear it, especially if there are mums out there who haven't... Um, oh, Amandine, you stink. You stink. Um, if there are any mums who didn't do kind of the eight week, 12 week thing, and if you put your baby on a bottle much later, I would love, love to hear your theories on it and also any hidden techniques that I am definitely missing out on. Um, I'd love that. So other things that I have to share with you, with Amandine being 12 weeks, three months, she had her second lot of jabs. 
wasn't so bad this time because it didn't have that men B one which gives babies a fever um, and makes them a little bit uh, sorry my WhatsApp again I'm so rubbish at turning that off um, makes them a little bit cranky or quite cranky in Amandine's case so she bounced back straight away Hendrik came with us for this one which was really nice and um, she you know she obviously did the crying tears and. We saw this amazing video online where a paediatrician is basically just... He keeps the cover on the needle and he just dots the needle all over the baby's body. And um, and then the baby never realises when the doctor takes the needle cap off and injects. So I shared this video knowledge with the lady who was doing... The nurse who was doing her jabs. And she just said, oh yeah, I've seen that video. Isn't it lovely? And I was like, yes, it is lovely. Can you do it to my baby? <laughs> but she didn't, obviously. Um, so she just jabbed it right in and Amandine squealed and then she was fine. She was totally fine. She doesn't like the, I think it's the rotavirus one that goes into the mouth as well. She's not so keen on that. And then in another four weeks, she's got them again. And this one is with the MB, so it's going to give her another fever. And it's bang in between Christmas and New Year which on the Wonder Weeks app is her grouchy time anyway. So I can't say I'm too looking forward to those, but fingers crossed, she'll be all right. I'm going to go in the morning this time. So then when she does get grouchy five hours later, which is what happened last time, it's not right before bedtime and she doesn't freak out. I've kind of got the whole day to console her a little bit more. So I'm going to try and go to the Thursday session, which is at 10.30. But this time around, her jabs were great. She recovered really well. And um, they were... Were they yesterday or the day before? Or whatever. They, she, I didn't even know she had had them. So she was great. She did really well. What else have I got to share with you? Oh my goodness, tummy time. Massive milestone. So I'm not sure if I've shared this on here before, but I haven't really been doing tummy time with Amandine because when I first tried, she hated it. And I just have never really found this sounds ridiculous but I've never really found the time to put her on her tummy I've either been trying to get her to nap or she has been napping or she's been in her bouncy chair loving life so I haven't wanted to disturb that she does tummy time when she's lying on me of course and we're having a nice cuddle on the sofa or in bed or something but I haven't been doing kind of daily tummy time so I said to my friend Millie the other day um I'm freaking out I haven't done tummy time I put her on her tummy a couple of days before I spoke to Millie and she freaked out once again. So I then vowed to do it a couple more times, did it a few more times, left her on there for maybe a minute. Anyway, her neck is super strong. I'm not concerned about her neck. I was just worried that she just didn't like being on her tummy. Anyway, so I spoke to Millie and Millie said, well, I know loads of mums who've just put their babies on their tummies and then all of a sudden they've rolled over. So I got home, put Amandine on her tummy and what would you know? She rolled straight over. I will share um, a story on my Instagram. I managed to record, I don't know, maybe the fourth or fifth time that she rolled over onto her tummy, um, on the sofa, uh, off, sorry, onto her back on the sofa. I'll put it on my Instagram story so you can actually see what I'm talking about. But I was so proud. I had such a proud mummy moment. We haven't done it today, so who knows if she's still got it, but I'm sure she has. And then today, we went to a baby massage course, which I'll come back to in a minute. But I left her lying on her back, turned around for one second, and she was almost on her front. She kind of had one leg over, one arm over, and she was well and truly on her side, but more kind of on her front side than not. So, I don't know, She's she is 
doing things that I never thought possible because I'd been slacking on certain stuff. So I'm very, very proud of her. Very, very proud of her. So yes, my message out there to mums is if you haven't been doing tummy time, don't stress. It's, um, it's not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. One trick I did find, which Amandine quite liked, was she liked to be in minimal clothing to, to do it. The few times that we did do tummy time and she actually didn't completely lose it, I put a mirror in front of her face and propped up so she had to lift her head to look at herself. I put her on a firm surface, so either her cot mattress in her cot or on the floor, but not on a big fluffy rug. I put her kind of literally on a towel just on the floor so she could really get some purchase to roll over. Um, and But yeah, put her in minimal clothing so she was literally just in her baby grow. And that's my little tummy time tricks. But yeah, don't stress if you're not doing it. So this baby massage course that we went to today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we arrived. It was a brilliant course. It was an hour. We arrived, laid out a bath mat, a really fluffy one from Ikea. I've shared it in my um, blog. It's been a real essential for us for bath time. And then I yeah, put a blanket over the top of that, got my oils ready. Amandine was lying down. We'd walked her there, so she was really nice and chilled. Um, put her down. She was looking around the room. She was really enjoying life, waiting for massage. There's quite a bit of talking before we actually got to massage. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, she's going to fall asleep. And she suddenly let out a little cry. And I was like, oh, God, she's hungry. So I put her on my boob. And what do you know? She fell straight to sleep warm room she loves being around babies and she just fell straight asleep around the other babies she loves hearing lots of people chatting and um just being surrounded by kind of soft noise so I never got to massage <laughs> I never got to massage so I actually lent my coconut oil to one of my friends watched her massage her baby and just held my baby while she was sleeping apparently you're not allowed to massage sleeping babies you have to ask for the them have to ask them for their consent first and if she's not awake I can't do that so we will try and massage maybe tonight oh no uh we're not going to bath tonight so we've got swimming tomorrow so maybe after swimming after a bath we will do a little bit of a massage with the coconut oil um if there's anyone wondering what they should massage their baby in I only know one friend who's had a slight um their baby's had a slight reaction to coconut oil so I did a little bit of a patch test. I have co uh, co Coco, K-O-K-O, -K -O, I think it's called, um, coconut oil. I bought it from Scandiborn. I think I may have linked Scandiborn in the blog. I'm not sure if I linked the coconut oil, though. But that is what I did a little patch test, and it seems fine. So if anyone's wondering what to use. Also, the Neil's Yard Baby Balm uh, looks pretty good for baby massage too that's what I use on her bottom and any dry skin dry skin wise um I had quite a few friends rather than through the podcast ask me this because Amandine suffers quite a bit when we go outside and it's really cold she gets really cold cheeks and because obviously you can't cover their face up um, and it goes quite dry when we come in and it's it doesn't look very comfortable for her she's go quite red and dry so I first started trying to use breast milk um, to soothe them but it would initially soothe them but it just wouldn't heal the skin 
So I then started using this Neil's Yard baby balm on them, just a really, really thin covering. And then again, if we went outside and it's really cold, just pop a little bit on just to protect the skin. And it works really, really well on Amaldine anyway. So I would recommend that highly. Um, I think I was given that um, at, a, at my baby shower. And yeah, I love it. I love it. So give that a try if you want to use something completely natural. Um, I had a, another question. So just to finish off the baby massage course, actually, it was really good. We learned lots of different techniques. We focused on the legs and we focused on the tummy. Um, I was only able to watch because obviously I was holding Amandine. There were a couple of girls whose babies were asleep and they had dolls to kind of practice on. Um, but because I was actually holding Amandine, I couldn't do that. But lots of things to massage the legs and massage the tummy, obviously clockwise, um, to encourage any constipation. I know breastfed babies don't really get constipated, but if you're using formula or something, and techniques for wind as well. So it was actually really helpful. We just um, paid our NCT lady to come and do a one-off private course with six of us, as we didn't feel like we needed to do a whole course um, a whole kind of five, six week course of baby massage. So that might be something that you might want to think about if you have a group of friends and you want to do baby massage. We did that with the first aid course as well with Liz from Mini First Aid. Um, so yeah, always think about options. If you have a group of friends and there's not something that suits your timings or anything and you want to actually do something um, like massage and you can't get to any courses, always think about doing something privately. I had a question about nappies and cheeky white routine and how I um, use them, whether I use different wipes for bum and face. <laughs> to be honest, until someone said that to me, I hadn't really thought about it. I don't use the same wipe when I'm cleaning her on her bum and then her face or on her bum and then her hands. I use, I kind of, you know, clean her face and hands with one wipe and then I'll clean her bum with another wipe and then put them both in the same tub which is what they provide you with if you get the set to soak and then you put them in the wash once they've been washed I don't have specially selected ones for the face and specially selected ones for the bum they're just all the same and I am trusting that they are being cleaned enough in my laundry so yeah, that's that's my routine. My routine with them is just to use the... Yes, it's plastic, but they are completely reusable. Um, the plastic tubs, so I soak them in the water with a drop of the oil that they provide you with. I only soak half of the cheeky wipes at a time because they say to change um, change the water over every kind of one to... Or every two days, I think. And I don't go through the wipes that fast because Amandine doesn't poo every day. So we you know just go through a wipe every wee and every time we change a nappy so it's not I don't use a whole load of them and I don't use them for dribble or anything like that I use the muslins um so yeah I only do half the pack at a time and I do dry them in between every wash um I know some mums that don't they just put them kind of straight in but I think it's meant to stop bacteria building up if you dry them out before you then re-wet them. It kind of seems a bit silly to do, but um, that's what I do. Nappies. We have tried the Bambino Mios a couple of times, and we are getting on well with them. They do. They are now starting to fit, but my goodness, are they ginormous. They are ginormous. So I have to say, if I am coming to the end of her 0-3 month 
clothes because she is three months, but she's a small, quite a small three months. And I am coming to the end of her not three months. And she doesn't fit in her three, zero to three month leggings with the ginormous nappies on. So if I've, this sounds awful, doesn't it? But if I put her in a particular outfit and I'm trying to get as much use out of the not three month clothes as possible, I don't put on a Bambino Mio nappy because she just doesn't fit. <laughs> um, for nighttime, we don't use the Bambino Mio nappies. I use Pampers Pure because they just are the best. I know they're not biodegradable. I've had this conversation on previous episodes of the podcast, so do go back and have a listen if you want to hear my theory. Um, the Bambino Mio, though, they are brilliant, but the couple of times that she has, if she's done more than a couple of wee's in there, she is sitting in her wee. And I think it is because I'm not using any booster uh, pads in there or anything. So maybe they would be a little bit more absorbent. Or maybe it's been the time of day I've been using the Bambinos because her first nappy of the day, she fills it like in an hour with wheeze. For her morning wheeze just seem to be rather large. Um, so we only have eight right now, so I can't use them all day, every day, because I really, really want to just see how we get on with them and how much we use them. Um, but the times we have used them, they've been brilliant, and they're so easy. It's not a stress. I have to say I haven't actually had a poo in one yet. Well, not me personally, but Amandine hasn't had a poo in one yet. So I don't know how that would work. But the wheeze, it's just really easy. You put them on, take them off, put them in the nappy bin, put them in the wash. And if they are just the wee ones, I put them in the same wash as the cheeky wipes because I don't see any reason not to. If they are covered in poo, maybe I would do a pre-wince or just wash all the nappies at the same time. Um, but again, to avoid having my washing machine on all the time, I try and wait through. I've gone through, wait until I've gone through all eight nappies to then put a laundry load on. So I guess we do kind of a couple of days of Bambino Mio interspersed with Pampers Pure and then I'll do a wash have a day of Pampers Pure and then they'll be dry um, yeah I do try at this time of year when you can't get your laundry outside to not have too much wet laundry around the house it's not very good for you is it having wet laundry hanging around the house um, so that is what I've been doing but the cheeky wipe question I don't have any specific wipes for bums and hands once they've gone in the wash, they're just all the same. Sleep-wise, always get this question every time I do a podcast. Sleep-wise, um, Amandine's been doing really well until last night. So she had got into a week routine. She'd been doing so well. Of We put her down around seven. I've been trying to do the whole seven till seven thing, but it doesn't really work. She will, we kind of start the whole dark room you know, low light room thing around half past six if we can, if we've eaten dinner early. I found that when I was trying to put her to bed and then eat dinner, I was just stressing the whole time that dinner was getting later and later and later and I was getting more and more hangry. So I've been doing dinner before and then going and having a bath. So every other day we'll bath or every kind of three days we'll have a bath. If I feel like she's still really overexcited, I will bath her because it absolutely 100% calms her down a little bit. And I have been using a gift I was given at a baby shower, the little Aurelia um, bath time, sleep time wash or something, full of essential oils. And it really does seem to calm her down a lot. So I do use just a tiny, literally a pea-sized amount of that. It almost does never touch her skin. It kind of just goes in the water. I rub it between my hands, stroke her body when she's in the bath. 
and then um, it just goes into the water and smells beautiful and really does help her to sleep. So we start all of that and then I guess she's out of the bath and we have a little bit of a bedtime read. Um, I'm going to share with you a couple of Christmas present ideas that I've purchased for Amandine, um, but I gave one of them to her early, <laughs> mainly because I loved it and I just really wanted to use it. Um, I'll share that, that with you at the end. But we do a little bath uh, bedtime read and then she goes on my boob and 90% of the time, and I know this is naughty, but she still falls to sleep on my boob. And first time round, I'll put her down. She'll then go to sleep. She'll go to sleep for about half an hour and then she'll wake up. She still has a lot of the, can't remember the name of it, but the reflex where they fling their arms out to the side. And I think because she's getting bigger, it really is a bam when it hits the mattress and it wakes her up and she then cries. So then I start the process again. And often because she has fallen asleep on my boob, she hasn't had enough milk. So I then maybe put her back on. If, if she's really gnawing at her fists as if she's hungry, I will put her back on the boob. She'll have another good drink of milk. And then the second time I put her down, she'll go down really well. So by about 8.15, she is down and in a deep sleep and happy as Larry. So I'm really, really proud of her for getting down that early. I still think that's quite early. Then normally 10.30, I'll come around and I'll dream feed her. She'll then sleep. She was then sleeping until about half past four or five o'clock, which was amazing because I'd then feed her then. And then she would sleep until maybe eight or nine, which was just amazing. I know some people say, oh, you should wake her up at seven and always wake her up at seven or always try and feed her at seven. But I never want to wake a sleeping baby. And I feel like dream feed, probably because she's not that in deep of a sleep, won't work. She'll wake up. But last night, um, Hendrik went to bed really early. He hasn't been particularly well. So I also went to bed. So I put Amandine down at 8.15 in the um, snooze pod next to my bed. And I also went to bed. I should have gone to sleep. I just should have gone to sleep. But instead, I listened to podcasts until 10.30 thinking I should dream feed her. So I dream fed her. She wasn't really that interested. So she then woke up again at 2, woke up again at 4, woke up again at 6. Not ideal, not ideal at all. So I'm hoping that was just a one night thing, and tomorrow and tonight we'll go back into our routine. Um, if I go to bed early again with Amandine at eight thirty, I probably won't wake up to dream feed, and I'll just let her wake up because I reckon the dream feed last night did nothing. I reckon if I left her asleep, she would have woken up at two o'clock still. I don't think it did anything. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it seems to be kind of a good week of sleep and then a couple of days of, of not so happy and then a good week of sleep. We had our best night again after the jabs. So whether that just clonks them out a little because it's quite stressful for them, then, um, that may well have been why we had such a good night. So that's the sleep. Also, what I missed telling you about last week was swimming. We started our swimming classes. So we started our swimming on Thursday after last last podcast, which went out on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh my goodness, she loves it. She loves it. She got really cold though. So the swimming pool is meant to be fine with just a double nappy scenario where you use a waterproof nappy or a, a pool nappy and then you use um, like these little neoprene, neoprene shorts over the top. I noticed the first class, she wasn't particularly, she was going kind of a little bit blue, but I thought, all right, maybe next time she'll be all right. She'll be a bit accustomed to it. Maybe it was just a bit too much. 
But last week, she properly went blue. Like Her hands and her arms um, went really blue and her lips started to go blue. And I'm sure I could see her lips, little lips quivering. So I bought her a little baby wrap, they're called. They're kind of um, sleeveless and legless wetsuits. Two mil neoprene wetsuits. I will take a picture and share it with you this week. We have swimming tomorrow. Um, yeah, and she loves it. And you just kind of... It's cold for me as well. I found it really cold. Um, but the lady teaching, I understand now why she is wearing leggings and a top. Because she is in there for kind of three back-to-back -back classes. And it is chilly. So... You kind of float around, you do these songs, you learn different ways to hold your babies. It really improves your confidence if you were then to go to another swimming pool and maybe just go swimming with your baby without being in a class, which I keep meaning to do. Um, because I now feel confident with Amandine to take her swimming. Before, I didn't feel confident at all to take her swimming. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun, really fun and she loves it. So I would definitely recommend, if you want to do anything at all, um, I've just picked literally a key few things because there's so much you can spend your money on out there. And swimming was one thing that was really important for me and I love it. It's great bonding. Um, it was very loud <laughs> because obviously swimming pools don't absorb noise very well. Um, but it was great. It was great fun. Highly recommend it. Someone else has also asked me about walking in the rain. Yes, that is tricky. It's not ideal. We've been doing a lot of walking in the rain recently because it has been pouring and I just can't stay inside for very long. So I bought the Ergo Baby rainproof cover, which goes over... I still haven't figured out how to do it properly. I need to look online um, on a YouTube video or something. Um, but I bought that to go over the Ergo Baby. It is ginormous, so the hood bit that's meant to go over your baby's head doesn't even... <laughs> it's just huge. Um, so you have to be a bit careful about the drops going down in any of the cracks, but it's fine, it's fine, Amandine was happy. Also keeps the wind off quite well. Um, I walked her in the rain back from baby massage and she almost fell asleep again, so yeah, it's great. I think so long as it's not really cold and raining, it's fine to go outside walking in the rain, but if it gets cold, I probably won't do so much of it. Maybe it isn't that great for them, not entirely sure, but... It's not stopping us. It's not stopping us. Um, and that's about all I have to share. Hendrik hasn't been particularly well this week. I've been worried that Amandine will get it and I will get it. I He's not got a cold. He's got kind of more of a chesty... Not really a chesty cough either. He's just absolutely knackered, but he has got a really heavy feeling in his chest. Um, so something's obviously going on. But I read online that if you're breastfeeding... And if you're fighting something, then the, I don't know what it's called, but baby through your breast milk gets the same antibodies, I think that's what they're called, to fight anything. Hendrik hasn't not been touching her, he's been doing exactly the same, um, because I feel like if she gets it, it'll just make her stronger. She's maybe had a little bit of a cough, but nothing that she, that I wouldn't kind of put aside as, oh, you'll, you know, maybe have a bit of fluff in your mouth or something. Um, so, yeah, I've been really surprised that she hasn't got it, and I haven't got it either, but then I only tend to get sick maybe once a year. Touch wood. Touch wood! Um, and she's the only one I know so far out of my yoga 
babies and also my NCT babies who haven't been who hasn't been ill yet. So I'm really hoping she has a strong immune system like me and we won't get sick. Fingers crossed. That is about it, apart from me wanting to share a few things that I've bought and wanting for Christmas. I have bought them all, nothing's been gifted, so I have just found them and thought they'd been brilliant. So I thought I would share with you if you're planning to buy some little bits for your little one. So the first one, I got a rattle, but it is a rattle with a thin hand. Amandine's hands aren't very big, and all of the rattles that I found have been quite large for her to hold. But this one is a completely wooden one, It's I think it's oak and beech. And it's super thin for her to hold. It's from Sarah and Bendrix. Um, I We did have a couple of toys gifted from there right at the beginning. So the link will be probably in the beginnings podcast. If I have time, I'll pop it in the show notes um, and link it in. But I bought a rattle from Sarah and Bendrix. And I also bought her, it's called the Wee Gallery, W-E-E Gallery. Um, I bought her a couple of soft baby books um, from there. So there's one which I'm going to give her for Christmas, which is Good Night You, Good Night Me. And it's so cute. And on the back page, it has a little mirror so they can see themselves and say good night. And the one, the early book I gave her, early Christmas present, I gave to her or just opened myself and read. It was called Pitter Patter Penguin or yeah, I think it's Pitter Patter Penguin, and it's so cute. And it has little flippers on the bottom, penguin flippers, which are crunk, crunchy paper. And Amandine just loves it. And it's mainly black and white with some colour. And yeah, she just loves all of the patterns. And you can really tell that she's um, interacting with it and looking at it. And that goes to say from one of my muslins as well, actually, um, that's black and white. I've got a couple of et. Uh, what's it? Etta, Etta loves muslins. I have linked them in in the blog. Actually, um, I bought those. We weren't gifted those, and she loves she loves looking at those. So there's a couple of things that I bought. Hendrix got her um, another soft book and a teaver. And I think that's all that we're going to get for Amandine. I'm pretty sure she'll be spoilt by family as well. But I just wanted to share those couple of things because I found them and I really love them. Um, Hendrix got an absolutely hilarious thing for my mum and my sister. But I don't think I can tell you because my family may well listen to the podcast and I don't want to spoil the surprise. So I'll have to share that with you over Christmas of um, what Hendrix got and then... Yeah, they're great. They're not just Christmassy, so you can use them for gifts at any point. Anyway, I'm going to stop waffling now. Amandine has once again fallen asleep on my boobs, so I should probably disconnect her and try and put her down so I can go and have some lunch because it's one o'clock and I am hungry. And then this afternoon, I will get this podcast up and live for you all. I am desperately trying to get guests on the podcast and I have so many of you lovely people asking to come on the podcast and... I really do mean to get in contact. It's just really tricky. Amadine has stopped napping. So I actually, I just told you about her sleep, didn't I? At night time, I didn't tell you about her napping. She's just stopped napping in the daytime unless she's either on me again or, you know, she might nap for half an hour. So actually trying to find a time when I can say to people, yes, let's do a podcast has become very difficult. Um, because it's difficult chatting and interview well not interviewing but having a chat with somebody 
and also having to give your attention to baby at the same time. I find that really challenging. So guests will, I promise, come back on the podcast um, soon. Really hope soon. Um, Hendrik has a fair amount of December off, so I will try and maybe schedule in a few where he's able to look after Amandine and I can get some guests on the podcast for you. If anyone has a guest that they really, really want to come on or a suggestion, then definitely throw them my way because I don't plan on stopping this podcast anytime soon. So there'll be loads of opportunities to get more and more guests on the podcast. So I'll remember to share the tummy time video so you guys can see it so head over to my instagram if you want to see um the tummy time and if you want to reach out to me at all remember you can dm me on my instagram it's just emma or you can send me an email at mumtalkpodcast at gmail.com all right i will check in with you guys next week thank you so much for listening i appreciate all of your support lots of love have a lovely rest of your week 